The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And uh, we are going strong here with our AI glossary series, defining some really important terms, explaining them, the terms you may know, terms you may not know, terms you may be confused about, terms you may think you know, but you may be confused about, or hey, we're just confirming what you already know, which is great. Uh, then you guys are smart if you're listening to it. We hope we have a lot of smart people listening to our podcast. Nothing wrong with that. But if you're new to the AI Today podcast, just know that, yeah, we've been doing podcasts, this AI Today podcast since 2017, over five years. Whatever year you're listening to this podcast, you may be listening to the year 2024, in which case, kudos to you and everybody else. Uh, hundreds of episodes into it and uh, definitely should check out our other episodes, uh, the rest of the glossary series that we have, as well as our use case series, our failure series, our interviews with great practitioners, including those who are not only knowing what AI is, but knowing how to do it right, which is the uh, Cognolytica, the, sorry, the <laughs> Cognitive Project Management for AI, CPMAI methodology, uh, which is really an approach for running AI projects to avoid many of the problems people are having. So, but we'll get into more of that shortly. We really want to dive into this episode because I know there's a lot to go over on some really important terms. Exactly. And as Ron mentioned, we've put together a comprehensive AI glossary. It goes over at a high level, key AI, machine learning, and big data terms. I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. You can also go to Cognolytica.com to check out the glossary. But we wanted to spend time on this podcast and other podcasts as well in our AI glossary series, going over some of these key terms so that you can get a better understanding of them and also see how they fit into you know, AI, machine learning, and big data concepts. And and the you know area of that. So on today's episode, we're going to be going over dimension, curse of dimensionality, and dimensionality reduction. So these are very important terms, and you may already know them quite well, be very familiar with them, especially if you've been doing any sort of data analysis, machine learning, that sort of stuff. But having a fundamental understanding of what a dimension is and what that means really helps you understand what it is that we're trying to ask a machine learning system to do. So in general, a dimension is some variable, which is represents some attribute of data uh, actually, it's really the type of data that describes some element of data that we want the machine learning to find a pattern on to learn. So let's think about some basic dimensions. Let's let's try we're trying to figure out the dimensions of a person. So we have a data record. It's of me or you or somebody else, but it represents one person. So we could think about well, what is it that we want to represent for that person? Well, we can have one variable, one dimension that represents that person's age, and on that dimension line that starts at zero and ends somewhere at 150. I don't know where to end that line, but probably not more than that. You can represent your data, your age as a point of data somewhere on that line, right? It has to be somewhere on that line, that dimension, right? Now, does that adequately describe all people, just the age? Maybe not. Maybe we need another thing, another attribute, another variable to define that person. So a second dimension would be that person's income, let's say. Now that income may be another line, maybe it starts at zero, it could be negative, I guess, but it starts at some number and it goes up to, well, if you're Elon Musk, a very, 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 very big number, but it's a number. And your income, again, can be represented somewhere on that line. It shouldn't be 
off the line somewhere. Now, if you think about it, if I have just your ages and I want to try to make a system predict on something, if I only have age, it's kind of like kind of useless. So I can't really predict anything. It's like, if I know you're 62 years old, what can I predict? I can only predict that you're 62 years old, right? So if I have a second dimension that has income, then I can map these two together. And I have like these points now in a two-dimensional space. It has the dimension of age and has the dimension of income. And your data sits somewhere on the two-dimensional space, your age and your income. Now I have these, a little bit more information. Now, can I say, well, if I just had a, a scatter plot of age mapped to income, is it possible that there may actually be a little bit of a pattern in the data and I can draw some sort of line so I can predict maybe what your income is if I know what your age is, or I can predict your age if I know what your income is. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it looks like a bunch of random noise. In which case, maybe I need a third dimension, another dimension. Maybe age and income is not enough. Maybe I need zip code. I need your location. Again, your location may be uh, geographical coordinates, a zip code. Let's just say we're in the United States. So sorry, my foreign listeners, but you have something similar. I, I measure your location by some geographic coordinate. Your zip code should be a number on the line somewhere between the lowest possible zip code and the highest possible zip code. And I can map these two things together. Now I have a little more information. So if I know your age and your zip code, maybe I can predict your income. Or if I know your zip code and your income, maybe I can predict your age. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. The data might be random. <laughs> but what we're trying to do is we're trying to ask the machine to make these predictions. And that's why understanding dimensions are important because you need to think about how many dimensions do we need? How much data do we need? Is this noisy? How can I work with this data? And that's really the fundamental understanding of the, of the concept of the dimension. Exactly. So as you can imagine, each dimension is going to add greater value in terms of differentiation, pattern discovery as well. But it's also going to make things more complex because we're adding more data. We're adding more things. So we need to understand that, you know, there is a trade-off and adding more data is great because it's going to help us differentiate. But now it's also making things more complex. This brings us to the term, the, the curse of dimensionality the curse of dimensionality. So basically the more dimensions that we have, you know, they can be, you can think of these as factors, variables. That's what dimensions are, right? Ron just went over that definition. Uh, you're going, it's going to help you learn and classify, but then that also means the more samples that you're going to need. And you want to make sure that you don't have too sparse of samples. So you're going to want to have at least a few examples in each category. As you can imagine, the more dimensions we have, and if we need to make sure that we don't have sparse data, we're going to need lots and lots of data. This is why machine learning is data hungry. Typically, a rule of thumb is that you're going to want to have at least five training examples for each dimension in the representation. So basically, you know, we're thinking, okay, now we're adding more dimensions, we're adding more data, we can see how this is getting so data hungry. How much how much dimensions do we need, right? And you can see the curse of dimensionality where we just want more and more and more. And so now we're gonna add so many dimensions here. So as the number of dimensions on which the machine learning model is trained goes up, initially your performance of the model will improve and then later will substantially decrease. This is where you're going to, you know, visually be able to tell, okay, uh, you know, at what point uh, are my dimensions? Is it just not learning so well anymore? 
Yeah. And so, you know, really uh, one of the biggest goals of machine learning is we don't want to have so many different dimensions. It's not just about having lots of data. I mean, I can have a one-dimensional database that has just ages in it, nothing else, names and ages. And I could have millions and millions and millions of rows, but that one dimension is not going to give you anything. And we just talked about, well, maybe it can have the two dimensions, maybe have the age and their income, maybe the age of the income and their zip code. But you may be tempted to just keep adding dimensions. Oh, age, income, uh, zip code, social security number. Uh, maybe I'm going to add, you know, the height, uh, you know, whatever I could add, keep adding them. And if we're trying to say, hey, machine, find the pattern, machines aren't, you know, they're just going to be like, okay, I'm going to try to find a correlation between, I'm going to try to find the pattern where the height and the age and the, and the zip code and the weight and the, this and the, that all in the, all maps up. And as you start adding them, you're really starting introducing things like a There's like no correlation between height and income. Maybe, actually, maybe there is, I don't know. Someone should do that research. Maybe somebody has done that research. <laughs> But but certainly age and height and a and 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 income and all those sorts of things. The more you start adding, the more you just start introducing outliers, things that have nothing to do with anything. So one of the big things we try to do in machine learning is something called dimensionality reduction, which is a technique for reducing the number of input dimensions or variables in the data. So we're going to try to give the machine less things to learn from. And uh, obviously, there's a trade-off here. You can't just take it all away because now you're giving nothing. The machine to learn on it. You don't want to reduce it too little. Then you're you're uh, making the model too simple. We're just like if you're only going to use age and in and income to to do something that that model's too simple. That gets into a whole other problem called underfit. We'll get into. So by by reducing the number of dimensions in the data, the machine learning systems can learn more quickly and more accurately from training data because there's no random stuff in the way, right? By focusing only on the specific data from which the learning value can be gained. And having fewer dimensions, of course, means less data. It also means we don't need as much computing. It also means we can even use simpler algorithms that can that are really good if you don't have a lot of dimensions. There are some algorithms that work really, really well. If you have lots of dimensions, you know, neural nets, you know, give them tons and tons of layers, tons of, you know, all that sort of stuff, they, they work really great. But other ones don't work that well with that great stuff and work better with smaller ones. And if there are few enough dimensions, maybe they even work better. So... That is really a really key technique to making machine learning truly work. Exactly. So hopefully you have now a high level understanding of dimension, the curse of dimensionality and dimensionality reduction. So if you hear these come up in conversation, you at least know at a high level what they are. But of course, understanding these terms at a high level and knowing how to apply them are two different things. And that's really where CPMAI comes into play, the Cognitive Project Management for AI. We always share with you that we really want you to do AI right. And that means understanding best practices, methodologies, and learning from others as well. So for our listeners of the AI Today podcast, we've come up with a free intro to CPMAI course. You can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI to take to register and take the course. And if you'd like to get certified and join the thousands of additional uh, podcast listeners and also folks around the world who are CPMAI certified, you can go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI. That's C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com slash CPMAI to sign up for the training and certification. 
And, you know, listeners, we hope that you are subscribed to AI Today if you're not already, so that you can get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. We have a lot more uh, terms to cover in our AI Glossary series. We also have some incredible interviews coming up, so make sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. So with that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.